Welcome to the ICANN Podcast, the podcast of the Indiana Catholic Conference. The Indiana Catholic Conference is the official public policy voice of the Catholic bishops of Indiana. Welcome back to the ICANN Podcast. This is Alexander. And Angela. And happy Holy Week. And by the time this gets out, we'll be uh, approaching Good Friday and uh, Holy Saturday, Easter Sunday. So... We're happy to be here um, doing another week of this podcast, and we've got we've got some movement on one bill that we're going to talk about, and then we'll shift to another topic uh, related to faithful citizenship and what that means and why we as Catholics have a moral responsibility to participate in politics. Okay. Well, what's the bill we're going to talk about? Uh, we're going to talk about Senate Bill 265. For those of you who have been listening, 265 is TANF, Temporary Assistance to Needy Families. The bill that we've been working, we, the Indiana Catholic Conference and allies, have been working on for longer than Alexander and I have been here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a number I saw just today was some about 10 years. 10 years we've it. been working on it, but mm-hmm. over 30 years it, the amounts have not increased. And it has made it past some major hurdles and is on its way um, to going to the governor to be signed into law that there will be increases. Mm-hmm. So maybe just as a little aside for uh, le- legislative education, after this passed out of the House, because it was amended, um, what happens to it then? Well, because the wording has been changed, then... Um, They have to, for those of you old enough to remember uh, Schoolhouse Rock, (laughs) um, just a bill on Capitol Hill, you know, bill starts out one side, it goes to the other side. If if it's not passed in the same form that it came over in, then it has to go to conference. And that's a group of people from both parties um, will come together and try to then agree on the language. Mm -hmm. So if it's... That that usually happens if, say, now, now that it's going back to the Senate, if the Senate disagrees with the amendments, right? So if the Senate agrees with the amendments, then they'll take what's called a concurrence vote. And so we're hoping that when it gets to the Senate, we won't even have to get to that conference committee, yeah. but that the concurrence vote will be, right. yes, it looks good, Let's send it to the governor. Yes. So I, I was a little bit premature when I said it's on its way. It's closer to being on its way than it's ever been. Right. Yeah. So please, if you still still feel so moved, to contact your lawmakers and tell them to get it over the finish line. Yep. So we'll, we'll keep our action alert on that issue up on our action alerts page on our website, indianacc.org. So last thing we want to talk about on our podcast this week is, like I said, participation in political life. And a lot of this idea comes from, it's not necessarily rooted in, but our present articulation comes in the U.S. Bishop's document, Forming Consciences for Faithful, Faithful Citizenship. And we often say that uh, responding to and participating in political life is a moral responsibility. Why, yeah, why, why is that? Why, why do we say that? Well, before I answer that question, 
Um, I was thinking that for those who listen on Catholic Radio or who listen to the podcast and might tell family and friends, you know, some people who aren't familiar with the Indiana Catholic Conference or even when they learn about the Catholic Conference might say, well, aren't you supposed to not mix religion and politics? Mm -hmm. And so even before you get to the question of, or link to the question of why morality, um, why would any Catholic entity, and it's not just a Catholic church, if you've seen some of the press conferences, there have been other religious groups um, that step in and have something to say. So why would religion and politics mix? Well, because we do need morality in the public square, but then when you also think about the issues that are being talked about in the public square, education, um, options for the poor and the vulnerable, welcoming, you know, strangers or immigrants, um, respect for life and respect for the dignity of the person. These are all issues that the Catholic Church and other faiths have been involved with for a number of years. So I think you, you hit on so much good stuff there. And you're exactly right that we, we hear that critique often that, well, we can't why is the church involved in this? Well, I think in, on on the issues we face in the state house, there's always some moral calculation. If it affects people's lives, if it affects the poor, it affects the, the um, all of creation. And so, ultimately, all of these different moral traditions have something to offer. I think we we think that we have a very um, perspective that's rooted, that's very that's very good, and we want to offer that. And so this kind of gets to what the um, U.S. bishops have said in this Forming Consciousness for Faithful Citizenship document. So they say that um, it's necessary that all participate, each according to a person's position and role in promoting the common good. And I think this is why, to get to that question of why we have a moral obligation, is because the things that are happening at the state house affect the common good very concretely. And that if our voice, not just for me and you to be down at the state house representing the church, but for all Catholics to offer their, their perspective um, is helping to further the common good. And that's, I, I, I guess something that we also hear often is how can somebody fruitfully participate? Because it seems that the politics can be such a polarizing thing. It's difficult. I think it's for many, including myself at times, it's difficult to participate. Oh yeah. And, and we hear messages from, um, good Catholics, uh, on both sides. There are good Catholics who say you can't be a Democrat and be a Catholic. And there are good Catholics who say you can't be a Republican and, and be Catholic. And so what we have to do is be prayerful and try to discern because there's not going to be a perfect candidate. There's not going to be a perfect party. There might not even be a perfect bill proposed. <laughs> but if you are thoughtful about it and you don't let politics drive it, but look back on your faith or your morals, Catholic social teaching, 
and then try to decide which is the best way to go. Mm-hmm. So I think you're getting at the heart of the, the title of this document, Forming Consciences for Faithful Citizenship. And you're saying that's, that's what we're called to is to form our consciences according to the, the moral principles the church offers. And you have to be realistic because if you're not, that's how you can fall into the polarization because mm-hmm. if you're not realistic and you think and you and you truly believe that your side is right and and just then it's really easy and and perfect <laughs> and like i said no side is perfect then it's easy easier for some people to fall into well if my side is right and perfect then the other side is evil mm-hmm. and it, and then we're beyond a difference of opinion then we're into that good versus evil. Mm-hmm. And, and that's unfortunate because I think discerning, caring, truthful people can see things differently based on their perspectives, their life experiences, um, their interactions with other people, and come to different decisions instead of, I'm right, and you're going to burn in hell, and let me help you get there. Yeah. And I think the main difference that that we as Catholics can bring to that is if we, even if, say, it's it, you and I, and, and you have, um, you come to a conclusion about a certain policy, and I come to a different one, but that in our trying to, to converse about it, we're referring to the same principles about the dignity of the human person, about, um, you know, caring for creation, whatever it is, that if, if both you and I are going back to those principles to try to justify our ultimate position, like we're going to have a much different debate than if we don't have any foundation in, in those principles. Um, and I think it, it lends to a greater respect for the other if it's okay i see where you're coming from i see how you got there Um, i might not agree right you may not agree (laughs) but at least i see and a a lot of these require a lot of decisions about uh, concrete policies require a certain amount of of prudential judgment we would say right you have to do your best to form your conscience do your best to form your conscience to then arrive because you know for, for a lot of these issues that we're speaking on it's not like the church in in the church's tradition. There's a specific spelling out of of some of these, right? Some of them there are, others are not, and, and so we have to do our best here at the ICC to um, interpret what the church has given us as best as we can, yeah. and then apply it. Maybe one last thing. Let's not forget that participating at the state level is is incredibly important, and it's often overlooked. Mm-hmm. Not many of us, I've I've found at least. Um, and for my personal experience too, like I didn't know much about state government. A lot of our media covers what's going on at the federal level. That's really important. We can't forget about these other levels where decisions are being made that impact the common good very concretely. Exactly. And even though Angela and I don't cover state, or not state government, local government, that also is important. And I'd encourage you, our listeners, to figure out who your city council person is or school board, right? Um, figure and, out what they're doing and, and see if you can bring the light of our faith to those conversations too. And and spe- I'm glad you said school boards because particularly if you don't have children in public schools, 
Um, you may think, I don't need to worry about that. But s stay interested, stay involved, um, because even if your children don't attend, they will be interacting with children who do. And so you might want to know what's going on because that could then have an impact of what comes into your home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and ultimately each of us have, have different times in life where we're able to participate more or less. Like those, if you have a, a family of very young kids, it's pro you probably don't have as much time in your life to um, to do so as opposed to if you're retired or it depends on what stage of life you're in. So wherever you are in life and whatever amount of time you have, we encourage you not to forget that obligation that public life um, and participating in it well is part of promoting the common good. So with that, thank you for listening this week and we hope you have a blessed Easter. Continued uh, Holy Week blessings. God bless. Bye-bye.